This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers, and you know what makes me mad? When insurance companies deny your claim for no good reason. That's why people call me. I'm the lawyer insurance companies don't want to deal with. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors weekly podcast. Uh, delayed by one day um, because... Last night, I was flying home from Washington, D.C. to see the game, uh, and I took that in with my fellow clout demon, Harsh. Harsh, What's have you up, recovered? Are you, has, the, has the clout faded for you? Honestly, I feel like I was in a daze for the entire day. Like, yeah. I think partially from fatigue from the previous day, but also just how wild of an experience that was. So, Yeah, I mean... You know, you and I both come from not necessarily humble backgrounds, but like nothing like that, really. So to nice. have to see it put together like that, shout out Air Canada for you know treating us, uh, you know, to that flight and just honestly, like everything was great. Uh, we basically we we got flown down to Washington to, to see the game and uh, outside of the second half, which was obviously very depressing from a Raptor standpoint, it was um, a great experience. But um, yeah, let's 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 focus on that game. All let's right, do it. bro. What happened? It was so yeah. good, man. We were feeling good. Did you feel any stress at halftime? No, nah, man. Look, at halftime, we were we were in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. We we didn't we didn't go. We weren't in our seats for the start of the third quarter. We, uh, were, we were busy catching up with people, trying to buy drinks. Yeah, we were hanging out with some people who were in the city and stuff. Shout mm-hmm. out to Shankar Sivanathan. Shout out! Shout out to Yogi. Shout out to Yogi. Shout out to Dithya. We like we met some people. Um, yeah, yeah, Mina. And we we were gonna take our sweet time getting back because you know it was what fifty forty one at halftime. Yeah, yeah. The Raptors were clamping down on defense. They, they played really well in that first half. Yeah, definitely. And then to start the third quarter, wow. like I guess with OG getting injured at the end of the first half and him looking kind of sluggish, the the Raptors still kicked, started out with like a 14 point lead. They, mm-hmm. they hit a three to start the third quarter and then, and then the wheels just started slowly coming off. But I don't, it's, it's rough, man. They definitely choked that one away. Cause I, I feel like I, I was telling somebody this. I thought they were better for like, I don't know, 24 or like 30 minutes of that game. Mm-hmm. 35 minutes maybe. Like they were thoroughly better for most of that game. Yeah. Yo, I mean, like, it, that's the, that's the, I think that's probably the, one of the most depressing things about, um, game four was that, like, Washington didn't even really play that well, right? Like, man, like, <laughs> we spent the entire first half clowning about how John Wall just kept missing layups. Like, that play where DeLon Wright, like, blocked him one-on-one oh, in transition. That was, like, and then, like, John Wall tried to put it behind the back, DeLon didn't move, John Wall tried to put a layup, DeLon, like, blocked his shit, and then, uh, I think the Wizards got the rebound, and then Pascal Siakam got the block. 
after they try to go for a putback, and then Siakam goes the other way and, like, hammers one over Yamahimni, and they had to call a timeout. Like, that was drugs. That was pure drugs what happened there. But I, I just it felt like the Raptors couldn't get out of their own way, you know? Like, defensively, it looked to be everything was solved in the first half. Everything was chill. It was cool. You know, Dwayne Casey was making good substitutions, you know, in terms of, I mean, I don't know what good substitutions, but, like, every time I was like, we need to cut this guy in, like, suddenly it would magically appear 100 feet in front of us. Like, it would just be like, all right, cool, Pascal's going to be in the game, or Jakob's going to stay in the game, or whatever. But everything was solid defensive in the first half. Just the second half, man. Like, they gave up the lead really quickly, which, you know, that happens. Like, a lot of teams make third-quarter pushes, especially at home, especially teams with pride and teams with talent like Washington. But like that fourth quarter was just shameful, man. It was shameful. We had we had every opportunity to win that game. Dude, when Bradley Beal got that call, like it was it was very furious in the arena. And like I was just I remember turning to you and Faisal and I was like, yo, we got this. And we did not got this. DeMar did not got us. DeMar, yeah. what happened, DeMar? It was just a I, I just feel like it was a failure all around, really, man. Because I think First of all, I thought that Jonas got a bit too quick of a hook in that in in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jakob played like what like sixteen straight minutes. Like how how much did he play? Like he he yeah. was in for almost the entire fourth quarter and a bit a little bit of the third quarter. Like that's just that's a lot. That's a lot, especially considering that the combination of Ibaka and him have never been all that effective. Right. And then Ibaka was. Asking Bro. for a substitution. <laughs> yo, yo, that's the craziest thing. That, I, feel like, like that's I don't know if they caught it on camera. Like, I don't know if the if the the cameras for the broadcast caught it, but this man was legitimately asking for a sub with like four minutes left in the third quarter, and Casey just left him in, just like kept <laughs> riding him out, and the lead just kept dwindling. Like at that point, we were up like six or seven, mm-hmm. and that just and you know the third quarter ended eighty eighty like that, that. It's small things like that, man. It's just like. Like, why are we doing stuff that we haven't done all season? Like, like, look, I get it that one injury can throw your rotation out of whack, and I, I can totally understand that Fred VanVleet getting hurt mm-hmm. is 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 a problem just for them to kind of plug the next man in the rotation. Yeah, for sure. But the Raptors are legitimately playing lineups that they've rarely used this season now, and it's just like, why are we doing that? Like, it's yeah. Like when when have we seen Jakob play that extended of a run? Unless it's in like a blowout that we're winning by like thirty. Yeah, or if like just seeing Jakob play with Serge, that didn't make no sense. Like, like <laughs> for most of that game, it looked like all right. Dwayne Casey wants like as good and as sure of defense as he could get from the centers, and um, you know, JV wasn't giving it to him in the first half. And really, like I don't I don't blame Dwayne for like not playing JV much in the first half because. JB will come in and like the Wizards would score like four straight baskets and even take them yeah. out, right? But like in the second half when the scoring wasn't you know wasn't going, like yeah, you probably can use your center in there who's arguably your second best. You know, not arguably, he's your second best half court scorer. Like he's better than Kyle Lowry is at this point. We've seen what Kyle Lowry does in the half court. He's opportunistic. If the defense just like relaxes, lets him drive into the paint, he can't attack Gortat. Like even switches. I mean, we can talk about Lowry in a second, but like. You know, like, Dwayne just wanted to have good center defense. But then, like, if you want that, then you shouldn't have Pirtle and like and Ibaka. You should have them split time. And, like, I felt like Dwayne rode Ibaka way too long in the third quarter. Like, you know, like, we both noted this. Like, he got, like, he got tired. It was, like, five minutes left, too. Like, it was a long time. And he didn't even come out until, like, one minute left. 
And then Dude, they Pearl had the, just... they had the they had the under three. Sorry, but they had the under yeah. three timeout, and we were both like, okay, at least he's gonna come out after mm-hmm, the team mm-hmm. time. But he was back in. Yeah, that was cool. It's so crazy. And then meanwhile, during that stretch, Ibaka had like two rebounds where like the ball was just hovering in front of him, and the man just refused to. Either, okay, you you could do one of two things: grab them, grab the ball. Or you could box out so that like the ball can roll out. You can't just stand around and do nothing, man. Uh, yeah, Serge, bro, what are you doing? And then yes, yeah, so and then Serge played that whole like eleven minute stretch, and then all of a sudden like Pirtle came in and played. And then even when Pirtle got his fifth foul, it was like, all right, yeah, you know, Siakam's gonna come in for Pirtle, and you know you're gonna have Siakam Ibaka. That never happened. He just kept rolling with Pirtle. Yeah. Again, oh, it was just there was just a lot of strange decisions, like, mm-hmm. and like, even despite all that, the Raptors were comfortably ahead, like at, at various points. Like, remember, I know. like even though even though the, the Wizards tied it up at eighty eighty to end the the third quarter, mm-hmm. the Raptors scored the first six points of of the fourth quarter. Like they went out yeah. to an eighty six eighty lead. Yeah, they survived those minutes when John Wall and Bradley Beal. Like, I was a little bit surprised to see them both on the bench, but it was very clear that Brooks was going to say. I'm gonna try to survive three minutes and then like make one hard push with both yeah. my stars. And the Raptors actually did extend the lead during those like couple minutes they sat. I mean, yeah, John Wall came in like a minute later and Bradley Beal like two minutes later, but like I don't know, man. It was just weird. I, I think it's just like you know we're talking around it too, but like the fact that Demar Demar just wasn't making the right reads, man. Like <laughs> there was a stretch in the third quarter where it was just like, bro, what are you doing? Like the jumpers he was taking, he weren't sure of them. Like it's a difference, like. I know a lot of people like harp on like the mid-range shots or whatever. The mid-range shot can be a really good shot for Demar if he's like in rhythm and he's in space and the defense is playing him like you know how the Raptors play John Wall. Like, all right, if that shot is wide open, you got to take that shot, especially if that's going to affect how the defense plays you moving forward. Demar never got any of those shots. Demar yep. just kept going to the free throw line in the first half. It was crazy, right? He, he was going to the free throw line all the time, nonstop. Wizards fans were like were, were crying nonstop, except there was like six of them. And then, like, second half, bro, like, he none of, he wasn't getting any of those calls, and he wasn't getting any space, and he just kept driving into traffic. Him and Lowry driving into traffic, falling over, and then the Wizards would just come back in transition and semi-transition. Like, turnovers and bad shots just fueled the Wizards' offense. It wasn't like the Raptors had that much issue guarding them in half-court, man, which is yeah. kind of how it's been, like, for the most of the series. Like, unless Mike Scott is, like, prime Dirk Nowitzki, <laughs> like, you know, the Raptors haven't had that much issue defensively in half court where it was like okay look there's just one play they just can't stop at all right it's just like they make these errors like just mind mind boggling errors and again you gotta go back to surge bro that that play when he finally grabbed that rebound and kicked it ahead oh. we just passed it straight to ty lawson like bro what are you doing Oh man, and like you know, those are potential like four point swings. And the, mm. even worse was the other one that we keep talking about, like mm-hmm. we kept talking about it yesterday, was when we generated a tough turnover. Yep. And then DeRozan was basically in a three on one situation. Yep. Oh my. And God. I guess him and Serge are not on the same page. Serge is is trying to cut back to the corner. DeRozan thinks he's cutting to the basket, and they throw it out of bounds. And yeah, it's just like. Like, those are really bad mental mistakes. And, like, even even in the first quarter, like, I think this was, like, the second or third possession where um, OG and Serge were in transition because OG got a really mm-hmm. nice steal. Yeah. Uh, he picked he picked uh, Wall's pocket, and it was a Serge and OG two-on-one, which, again, I guess is not the two-on-one that you want. <laughs> okay, but, but still, two-on-one, you should score. 
you should really score that. And again, yeah. Serge fumbles it. And it's just like, if you, if you count up the number of times, again, and then I can think of another play in the fourth quarter when DeRozan, like, rightfully finds the, the lane in the basket when, finds the lane to the basket when they overplay him for the switch. Mm-hmm. Um, he has that little floater thing that he always hits. Yeah. But he ends up missing that layup or whatever, and then John Wall just comes on the other end. It was like an air ball, man. <laughs> and like hooks it up with, hooks up with Otto Porter for an alley oop or whatever. Yeah. Kyle Lowry missed the layup like front rim. It's Yo. just like, <sighs> like these are again, and, that, and look, the Wizards have missed their fair share, share of layups and stuff too. But it's mm-hmm. like for the Raptors, I felt like we were making way more egregious errors in yesterday's game than they were on us, like. Really, really bad plays. Remember when Serge threw it like directly to John Wall, like on when he was swinging it around the perimeter. Yeah, it's just like those are those are like almost inexcusable turnovers. Like I can get it if you get like stripped or whatever. You get mm-hmm. stripped while cutting to the basket. Like at least I can somewhat understand that. You make a bad read, somebody like uh, jumps the pass or whatever. I can understand that stuff, but like. These are these are like basic turnovers that we were making, and they were all leading to baskets. Because really, like you said, the Wizards they're feasting on us in transition and on turnovers, and we can we can handle them in the in the half court. Like we're not doing a bad job. Yeah, I think our half court offense is actually, generally speaking, obviously outside of this one, this is Raptors, you know, worst offensive performance of the series. Like generally speaking, the Raptors half court offense has been fine. It's been pretty good actually, but it's just like. Man, when we let him go in transition, it's legitimately hard to stop because you give John Wall space to accelerate into. It's one thing if he's like standing around on the perimeter, then he tries to like burst past Lowry or whoever. By the way, Lowry can't guard John Wall, man. Lowry just can't guard John Wall. We need Bradley Beal. We sorry, we need Lowry and Bradley Beal and OG on on Wall. I mean, yeah, that, and we talked about that all day yesterday. Like yeah. we're basically like trying to figure out why isn't OG basically just glued to John Wall at this point. And I guess, yeah. you know, there's fatigue involved, there's maybe injury. I don't know what it is, but the, clearly the best matchup for the Raptors is DeMar on Otto Porter. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's been fine. That yeah. one's been fine. Yeah, been Otto fine, Porter yeah. hasn't done shit. Um, OG on John Wall, because at least his length and strength can bother John Wall a little bit. Yeah. The, and whole, then thing, Bra- the, the whole thing is, like, you just need someone, like, because, like, Gortat's going to hold you on the screen, but eventually he can't hold you for the whole possession. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eventually, you're gonna burst through, and you're gonna have that length that you need to use to contest that shot a little bit. And like it's, you know, from what I've seen, Siakam and OG had done a better job of disrupting that mid-range shot from from Wall yep. than, than than you know Lowry has. Because Lowry's just like Lowry looks like a tiny little baby out there, man. <laughs> I honestly, in that matchup, I don't even think Lowry on Wall is the biggest problem. I think it's okay. it's OG on Beal because. The, yeah. the one, the only thing that I've that I've seen OG struggle with when he's actually playing well is uh, is you know fighting through off ball screens and like finding one of these shooters who like battles through like twenty screens and like tries to get open. Like that's mm-hmm. the only weakness I've really seen in his game. Like um, he he's he's good against guys like Harden where they're just ball dominant and they want to dribble the air out of the ball. Like he's fine against those guys. Right. It's when he has to fight those shooter types. And, and that's what Lowry's really good at. Lowry's like a jitterbug who like fights through every single screen. So it, 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 I feel like that's the matchup that they need to stick with as much as possible, but I don't know. We'll see. Mm. I thought, I thought to be fair, man, I thought like even Dwayne Casey, like, yeah, they, they, their, their defense kind of fell apart, but I thought there were some nice, they, they sprinkled in some nice things there. Like I thought Siakam was awesome on John Wall. Yeah. 
Definitely. Like, I, think, yeah. I think John Wall maybe thought that Siakam didn't have the foot speed to stay with him or, or something like that, but Siakam was with him the whole way. Yeah. I mean, I can honestly, in the half court, they hurt JV because, like, yes. just, they hurt JV. That's just flat out, like, it is what it is, right? And then they also hurt CJ Miles. Like, for a while, like, Kelly Oubre was driving straight through CJ Miles. But, bro, what is wrong with CJ Miles? Why can't you just play defense? What's, I, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Just, just, just stand still. Don't let the person run through your body. He's like a ghost. It's, it's really bad. He's like a because, passive membrane, man. Dude, like, <laughs> you know how, you know how teams like try to find the one weak point or whatever, but yeah. like, I don't, like, okay, for the Raptors, I don't think the Raptors have been feasting on Ty Lawson that way. No. Like, it's like a, like, obviously defense happens as a team, like maybe there's help involved or whatever, but mm. like for, for the Raptors, like on defense, like Doug, they were running isolation plays for Kelly Oubre. Yeah, and it was working. The man got an and one driving through CJ Miles's body. It wasn't even a play. He just decided to drive, and CJ would just stand there with his hands up. And then after he gets called for foul, he's like, "What me?" It's like, "Yeah, you, Doug. If you just held your position, you wouldn't have committed this foul or give up this basket, man." And it's just like, <sighs> and and uh, another one of the things that's been frustrating is like, if if you're secondary and tertiary scorers, not not secondary as much, but, like, if you're a third option, potential guys who could be the third option, like C.J. Miles or DeLon Wright or Serge Ibaka, are going to be complete non-factors mm. on offense. Like, like C.J. Miles, like, you got to do something on defense. Or, or like, you got to make... <laughs> Seriously, bro. Like, you, if they're going to overplay you that much on de- on offense, like, something, some kind of cut or some kind of... The, the screener needs to, like dart to the basket or something needs to come of that like right if they're overplaying shit something else has to be opened you know what i mean like, the, yeah. like it, it can't just be like oh great they they bailed out and did everything they could to stop this one action something else has to happen yeah yeah like, i don't know like it, it shouldn't be that hard because washington is actually focusing on cj miles just the reason cj miles is going two points uh, on four shots is the fact that the the more important thing is that he only had four shots in 21 minutes. So like, like CJ is a gunner, right? Like usually CJ will have four threes, uh, a point attempts in 21 yeah. minutes, if not more, maybe six or something like that. He's been shooting them like crazy, but Washington has been selling out entirely to defend him. Sometimes like off a screen, like both defenders will jump towards him and just ignore the screener. And in those scenarios, if you see that that's what Washington is doing, send that guy to the rim, or maybe set two screens, and then, you know, whatever, send one of those guys to slip towards the rim, something, like, you should be able to leverage that defensive attention into something, but I mean, like, we're also talking about the fact that, like, you know, DeMar, bro, you can't, you can't shoot this much, you just can't, I don't care you have 35 points, you can't shoot 29 times, shoot 18 free throws, and have four turnovers, that's so many possessions used, man, you had a usage rate of 46%. Yeah. Yeah. And Again, and I think like it's I weird. So many layups. Look, my my only thing is this, man. Like, I think a lot of people have been mentioning all oh, the same old Toronto, and I, and I get that. I get that mm-hmm. uh, their offense kind of got bogged down towards the end of the game. But I would still contend with this. Yeah. When things have gone bad for Toronto in previous series, like against Miami in Game One and Two, mm-hmm. or against Indiana for like the first three games of that series. Yeah. Or against Milwaukee last year. Down 2-1. They legitimately looked like they were getting outplayed every single game almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas games like this, like I thought game three they got clearly outplayed. That's not even a question. Sure. But yeah. 
but but yesterday I thought they were like they played well enough to win that game and they choked the game. Like that that yeah. seems like a different formula for a loss than I've seen in previous years. You know what I mean? Like yeah. remember a game game was a game one against Miami where Lowry hit that prayer three? Mm-hmm. We had no business being in that game. We had like 80 points going into overtime, man. We had no business being in that game. Yeah. Same with, I remember Brooklyn when that first series of this era that we had. Game seven, I remember feeling like, how is this a two point game? Yeah. They've been like consistently ahead the whole way through. Yeah. We even had that crazy Terrence Ross deal to even set up a chance to. That's what I mean. It was just like, how are we even like in these games? Like, I don't feel the same way about this series. I feel like, like, yes, sometimes it feels like John Wall's talent and Bradley Beal's shooting is like overwhelming and something that we can't really, um, really beat. But mm-hmm. I think we've played well enough to be up 3-1 at this point. And it sucks that we're not. But yeah. again, that in and of itself is a new problem for the Raptors. So I still say, yes, it feels similar, but it is a little different. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about the experience of uh, leaving that arena and walking towards our, our bus? Yeah. <laughs> or even being on that bus? Because uh, we had it talked was... a lot of shit. We had ta- I mean, maybe it was just... You, mo- you I had talked a lot of shit. But I mean, like, you know, why not? You're in an enemy territory. You got to talk some shit. You know, that guy in front of us with that John Wall Kentucky jersey, he was so pissed. Like, his fists were clenched. Like, <laughs> we got, we got, we got, like... Kids were angry at us. You know, we weren't swearing or anything. We were just like laughing and, and I say we, but it was mostly me. I just don't want to, you know, single myself out. But we had talked a lot of shit before we got on that bus. We were like, we talked, we told them like John Wall, you know, like yeah, can't build a wall without bricks or whatever. And like, you know, we're gonna come back three one. This is gonna be the last Wizards game of the season at home. And I gotta, I gotta give credit to Wizards fans, man. I get, I gotta. <laughs> They they really turned up in the fourth quarter. I think they're a little bit front runners. Like they really respond to Beal and Wall and what they do for the crowd. Like you know they got antics. I, I kind of understand that. Like it's not really they take on the personality of their stars, right? Like I, yeah. a little bit like in Toronto, right? When, when our stars start like tightening up, we're not like go Raptors, you can do it. We're like oh my god, what we're are like, you oh, doing this again? Yeah, seriously, that's really the that's really the atmosphere. And by the way, if you go to Game Five in Toronto, that's going to be the atmosphere. You're going to be like clenching your butt the whole time, as as uh, Zach Lowe likes to say. Um, but like for Wizards fans, it was just like, man, if John Wall and Bradley Beal make a big play, they're going to start screaming. They're going to be loud for the next two possessions. Doesn't really matter if the Raptors hit a shot. Like they have the same exuberance as as Lowry, as as Wall and Beal do, and so you know after the game, like we were getting trash talked up and down the street, literally up and down. The, we were getting trash talked in the street. It was very easy yeah. to find us. Yeah, but to be fair, man, I thought like to, not much of it was like malicious or you know. Yeah. I never felt like it was like, oh, shit, this is weird or whatever. I mean, it was all in good fun. Mm-hmm. So I'll give him credit for that, too. Yeah. Um, Like the usher, like the usher for our section. Oh, God, we got roasted by the usher, man. Yeah. Yo, the usher the usher for our section, he was like, he was at halftime when we were walking by him, he's like, we're going to come back, man. I'm telling you, we're going to come back. I'm like, man, I, I'm already stressed. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. But... Nah, I, I don't know, like, I, I feel like considering what a fun trip it was, and oh, yeah, yeah. this was all, you know, covered for us, we got to fly out to see a road playoff game for our favorite team, like, that's amazing, yeah. 
It's it was literally like a dream. I, I don't know. I don't know necessarily why. Like you were also having the same dream with me, but also like you know, it, it was cool that you were there. Like it was it was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was like a weird shared Raptors dream of just like honestly, everything was perfect until the yeah. second half. If the Raptors had won that game, I can't even of, imagine the flight back and oh the bus my. ride back and shit. Oh bro, man, bro, oh man, the amount of shit talking would just see people in the streets and. Oh. Man. Oh my god! Yeah, talk about Javaris Crittenton. I mean, like you know, all oh, sorts of boy. <laughs> talk about Michael Ruffin. Talk about Andre Black shitting in someone's <sighs> shoe, dude. Andre some... Black really shat in someone's shoe. No, that was Gilbert Arenas. Oh, was that Gilbert Arenas? He shat in Andre Black's shoe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I always wondered, like, what did Gilbert like? How did he do it logistically? Like, did he put the shoe underneath his ass and shit directly in, or he, I feel like, like he probably shat... took it to the bathroom. He took the shoe to the bathroom and he shit it in, into the. I think that makes more sense. Because, like, I mean, maybe you just like shit on a like on like a piece of paper and towel and then you like, yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. This, this is more controllable, right? Like, That's disgusting. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we got we got shit talked a lot on the street, a lot, yeah, a lot. People were looking at us. We we're just like, yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta take your L and go home. And literally, we took our L and went home. But no, yeah, but seriously, that, that... it was a phenomenal experience, though. Yeah, that we were we were basically like trying to justify. Uh, we were, we were battling our own emotions because we're like, God damn, this sucks. But then we're also like being fed with like Hagen dust and shit at like eleven thirty p.m. We're like, eh, how can you really be mad? Exactly. I know. I know. We we sound smug as hell right now. People are probably like, Yo, these guys are assholes. Yeah. But I mean, like seriously, it, it it really does put life in like things into perspective. Right? Like it was such a good experience. I was like, ah. Yeah, well, yeah, we choked this game and it was awful, but at the same time, life's pretty good, man. Life's yeah. pretty good. And I, I think that's, that's like, bag. oh yeah, we also, yeah, we got a whole bunch of like, uh, free swag and stuff, like got a scarf, like, all sorts of like a, a wallet. Anyway, but, um, you know, I think that's probably like a, a lesson though, like, I think eventually all Raptors fans that, you know, can keep doing this can, like, they just kinda, you just kinda have to have that, like, separation between, I've had a good day, and the Raptors have had a good day. And if the Raptors have a bad day, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to have a bad day. You know what I mean? Like, if you have a good day and the Raptors had a bad day, you should still ultimately have a good day at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, like, Yo, I have a what tip. are you really I have a doing? Tip for people. Yeah. Avoid social media for, like, two hours after. You know? Yeah. T- wait, it, it's, it, just wait till the next game ends. Yeah. Wait till the next game ends. Skip the Raptors part of every NBA podcast that you listen to. Definitely. Except you know, for this one. It, it, no, like, this is different because we we're actually fans of the team. Like right, we're right. sharing in your misery, right? Whereas like with like more national podcasts, you can kind of like skip the Raptors section because they don't they're they're coming at the, they're coming at it very objectively and mm-hmm. very factually, which is like maybe that's not what you want to hear, you know? Oh no no! I, I think they would. I think it's the opposite actually. They they come at it more of a perspective of like what Slander? are the pre- yeah there was like more of the what are the prevailing storylines and how yeah, yeah. how does this align with that? And so right. it can be frustrating because they kind of overlook the details. Right 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 because yeah. they exactly they don't know they really haven't watched as many games as you you know what no. I mean so they don't really they're not as invested in the storylines as you are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so just do that shit, man. It's it's all good. Like, and the thing is, man, look. I think the Raptors are still going to win. I think they're going to win in six or seven. Like I, I, I mean, obviously six or seven. But yeah, I would still bet on them winning in six. But I could see it going seven. Um, I think having two home games out of three is big for us. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, oh, for I, sure. I, and we're and we're just straight up better. Like we've been better. That's for the th- thing, bro. If we just played with like, if we just stop turning the ball over, even if we're just getting a crappy Demar Derozan isolation jumper, a lot of the times I would prefer that to like some dumbass jive, like just like trash turnover that we're just like. It's like some janky shit. Like I don't want to see that. I don't want to. They just don't turn the ball over. Like and then like Demar falls to the ground and like yeah, oh, man. Even Larry like was doing it though. Forward. That was the thing. Like yeah. But I mean, of course, it it you know it also hurts when your supporting cast is not shooting the ball at all, man. So yeah, I don't know. We we, we should be better than this. But also, I think like Washington have like changed their schemes a little bit, especially against Larry. Larry had like crazy assist numbers the first two games, and the reason for that was like you know the Wizards were. Like blitzing him a lot, which is making life a lot easier for him. Because this year, Larry doesn't really want to shoot or drip. Like he doesn't want to create the shot. He just wants to pass, like for the offense. Like he's been more pass oriented. And you know, I don't think that's a by surprise or by sort of. Um, I don't think that's a coincidence either because he doesn't really score nearly as well as he did in the past because he can't drive to the rim as much. I've been trying to say this all season, and so they were making his life really easy because he could just like float the little pocket pass. Uh, either over the top or sort of, you know, with a bounce pass to the big man, and they could score four on three. Like, the Raptors have been doing a great job with that. There are no more four on three scenarios for Larry. Like, sometimes they even switch. They're like, you know what? Let's see if you can score on Gortat. He couldn't score on Gortat. Yep. Hey, he's not, he's Gortat. never been, he's never been that type of guy, right? Like, to absolutely blaze by someone. Like, look at what John Wall did against Ibaka today. Yeah, it was or disgusting, yesterday. man. Dude, like, the, he just, He'd pull it back all the way to half court. He's like, all right, I got this. Mm. And Ibaka would be like, ah, shit. Dude, you know what I hate about that? Ibaka would, like, stand up, realize he's on isolation, and then pull up his shorts. What are you pulling up your shorts for? (laughs) He pulls up his shorts, and then he just fouls John Wall. Like, (laughs) that's not – don't do that. Don't pull up your shorts, man. At least do the CJ thing and be like, oh, I I fouled? What, me? I I played no defense and I fouled? That's like when those gritty white college point guards like slap yeah, the floor. They slap like, the bro, floor. What are you doing? You play for fucking Cleveland State. Dude, when they slap the floor and then go into zone? Woo! Oh. <laughs> that's, that's what real basketball's about. Oh man. Um Yeah. Anyway, I don't know, man. I mean I think yeah, a lot of the adjustments are pretty much thrappers are gonna look at themselves on film and they're gonna realize that <laughs> I mean, game four I thought was the fourth quarter was a different issue than the previous um, couple of games like fourth quarter was really did stand out as the Raptors like choking and, and falling apart. But exactly, for most yeah. of the part, the, the reason the Raptors didn't even have that game wrapped up in the fourth quarter was because they kept turning the ball over. And like they have to realize that yes, Washington's gonna gamble a lot, especially John Wall. John Wall's leaving his man easily, and 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 I think that's also a part where you, it hurts with not having Fred because John Wall can leave Delon right because Delon's not going to shoot as much. Even though Delon has shoot well, it's still not someone you cover like you would cover CJ Miles or whatever. Um, and, you know, like, the Wizards are, I don't know, physical. They're really physical, and the Raptors don't don't play well against physical defenses. I mean, no one plays well against physical defenses, but especially not the Raptors because we're kind of small, and we don't really exert ourselves physically on on against a physical defense in, in, in a way that, like, you know, Philadelphia would or even Cleveland would to some extent. You know, uh, honestly, I'd like to see Dwayne kind of stick with rotations that we've seen and rotations that have worked. Okay. Like, but, I but guess I mean, that's that, kind of the playoffs, though, too. Like, from his perspective, I get it. Like, you get punched in the mouth in the playoffs, and you got to invent something on the fly. I, I don't get know, that. I don't know if inventing something on the fly is Proto Ibaka or, like, that's what I mean, Lorenzo man. Brown and his, his headband coming into the game. Like, I don't know about that, but... 
No, but to me, it's like, look, if John Wall's playing 43 minutes a game, like mm-hmm. three weeks off of knee surgery or whatever, yeah. right? Or three weeks after coming back from knee injury. Like, clearly with Van Vliet out, you need you need to ratchet up Lowry's minutes. Like, that's just what needs to happen. Like, yeah. But Lowry does get gassed, too. Like, like look at how tired he was in the, the fourth quarter, man. There's one drive where he just drove towards Gortat. Kind of got to the rim with a slight edge, although Gortat's taller, so, like, I don't know if he could get that shot off. And he just, like, fell. And I'm like, bro, yeah. what is that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd like to see a little bit more JV, like, like ride that out a little. Like, because mm-hmm. I still feel like his screening ability is missed, right? Yeah, for if sure. they're going to switch everything, you need, you need a big there who can really take advantage of a mismatch and create one of those four-on-threes because somebody else will have to help, like... There, there are ways to create that. I would potentially like to see OG get some fourth quarter minutes. Like there are yeah, things. Yeah, why does OG see. not play in the fourth? It's kind of crazy because he's really integral to their success in the first and third quarters, and even some in the second. The man does not play in the fourth quarter. It's weird. Yeah, and I think it partially that's obviously because Dwayne likes to have those three ball handlers. He likes to play Larry DeRozan and another ball handler, mm-hmm. and I get that. But if if Van Vliet's out, like. No, but I'm just saying, like, why don't you just downsize? Like, you could put OG at four, and you could still yeah. have DeLon out there. Yeah, that's exactly. That's something else you could do. There are ways to work around this, right? Yeah. Like, and I anticipate we'll see some of these things, but, uh, again, it remains to be seen. Like, um, I still think we're better. I think we'll win in six, but um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, they have no more, there's no more margin of error. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, and I totally get why people are worried, like, um, you know, John Wall. The, the the other thing that we kind of talked about was, you know, with John Wall and Bradley Beal, especially John Wall, there are times where he just looks physically and and in terms of athleticism, there's like a level there that it feels like our guards don't have, right? Yeah. Where it's just like he can kind of control and dictate how this game is going to go because if he chooses to attack, there's nothing we can do. Right, and there's yeah. very rare scenarios where it feels like that. Like even even with DeRozan, as good as he's become in terms oh, baby. of an tell, individual, tell me he's not. Tell me he's not athletic again, please. No, it's not even that. I'm just saying, like he he. The reason okay. that he's so good now uh-huh. is that he's kind of mastered footwork, and he's he's crafty, and he has all this guile and all that mm-hmm. shit, right? Whereas John Wall is just you know this Westbrookian athleticism that he has. Yeah. You know, and we don't really have that. Like Lowry's a six foot guy. Yeah, yeah. No, it it definitely seems like Washington has had the top player in the series. John Wall has undeniably been the best player in the series, and then yeah. like Demar and Beal have narrowly edged each other out. Although Beal in the last two games has been phenomenal, um, but of course, you know, DeRozan had a great game too. So you know, and Lowry was I, I, that great debatable. in game one and two. Yeah, Larry was great in game one and two, but I thought that was situation, right? Like they changed up their defense against him and now it's harder for him to to get looks and stuff. I know he's hitting threes, like he looks like he's doing everything and it's okay, but it, it's just like the rest of the team isn't as engaged and as a point guard, your your goal is not just to get your own looks. Your your goal is to get your team involved. And yeah. that's something where John Wall manages to stay aggressive and attack a defense while also like creating for his teammates, right? Like you never feel like John Wall's gonna force a shot unless it's the fourth quarter and then John Wall definitely forces shot. <laughs> it's actually so funny to watch him. I want to slander him so badly because he's not like he's anyway. 
Well, you can't the, say anything against him right now, man. Though the guy's yeah. he's, he's killing us, so you can't we'll say anything right now. Next series. Oh, God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. Don't he's worry. He's had 14 assists, 14 assists, nine assists, 15 assists. Yeah, he's he's controlling man. the game at this point. Like yeah, he's he really the guy who's totally dictating the pace and and the control of the game. And I just, it just, it feels like we're better. Like <laughs> I know, man. Like, but I mean, also like without Fred, like it does hurt us, man. Because Fred would be playing a lot of these scenarios, and he's just not. He's not here, but I mean, at the end of the day, like Fred's a guy on your bench. Like you can't be the eighth seed and collapse because you lost a guy on your bench. That's ridiculous. No one's trying to hear that. Yeah, you. I mean, you meant one seed, but yeah, like you can't be the one seed. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, you can't be. Yeah, who's your undrafted sophomore? Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter how many profiles have been written about this man. <laughs> the most profiled <laughs> man in the NBA. He got way more profiles than LeBron this year. Yeah, it's an interesting guy. Bet on yourself, man. Bet on yourself, eh? His agent's working overtime. Does he even have an agent? I thought his agent was Andy Miller, who he like he like he held like. Remember how that report came out of like all the players that like borrowed money or whatever from their agents, and Fred like held like a thousand dollars. Like, yo, Fred, what did you need so badly that you had to have that one k? <laughs> Fred was like, yo, listen, I just I just need to buy textbooks. Like, listen, I needed for hair- real. I needed haircuts. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely took a thousand for just haircuts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it sucks, but I, I still, I, I still, I still think we win the series. I don't think Game Four is the in most indicative game of the series. I still think somewhere between Game Two and Game Three is the most indicative part. And like we know Washington's capable, you know, whatever. But the Raptors are also very capable. They just have to. You know, not kind of lose their heads, and that that goes for their two starting guys. Like obviously last night, Demar kind of lost in that game. Kyle didn't really deliver, especially when Demar wasn't delivering as much. Kyle was like, "Nah, keep, just keep keep shooting the ball." And then Dwayne, like, Dwayne, you know, don't don't go crazy with this depth, man. I mean, like, it, it was weird because before it was like we can't have any old guys on the team. Because Dwayne will only play those guys, and now it's like Dwayne will play anybody. So like, just don't have anybody on the team. Like, it's weird. But yeah, we and look, just win the this, other thing, just win the the series, man. For people, is uh, look, man. What even worst case scenario? Just be thankful that we're not the Orlando Magic, the Phoenix Suns. Bro, shout out to Sahal for leading the Orlando Magic in, in assists this season. The Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, shout out to Raptors Republic's own Sahal Abdi. For 3.9 assists, man. Well done. Put some respect and, on that. And save T'Challa. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He came up huge, all right? It's <laughs> been a good year for Sahal. And he joined Raptors Republic. So, you know. That's true. That's it's true. been a great year for him. So, yeah, we're not one of these trash teams in the lottery every year. Like We're not even the Portland Trailblazers. We got yeah. Look, we got a good thing going. It's gonna be fine, no matter what happened. Shout out to Sean Woodley. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, I can't believe we're 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 going that route in terms of just like the shout out Sean Woodley. This is gonna be fine because it's so funny when he does that. But like, yeah. it's gonna be okay. But also at the same time, I, I get why people are upset. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, you look, just we don't want to be misled. Like I think minutes. the Raptors are like. Um, I think at this point, the Raptors are like Jennifer Aniston in every movie. It's like, oh, man, she got her heart broken. Like, just please let this one man be decent to her. And it's always like that man turns out to be some sort of weird scumbag. Like, always. Yep. That's always the trajectory. And then maybe she finds happiness with another man. But she's always misled at some point. 
And it's like that with Raptors fans. This team is just <laughs> consistently misleading us, man. We're just like, please, just let – it's a good person. Like, let some of the good things happen to this. And it just doesn't, so. Like, we were starting to believe, and now we're back here again. And But yeah. this is what I mean. I was being cynical, and I was like, man, like, we don't want to face the Wizards. Like, we're going to – it's going to take six games. But, like, I was Yo. really hoping after the two games, like, I mean, for first off, we wanted to see the sweep. Houston person put up 50 points in a quarter. What? It was 50. <laughs> Yo, what? 50 to 20. Holy crap. Wow. Yo, what? Sorry. We, look, we could be the Timberwolves. <laughs> Jeez, I'm not going to... Yo, Derrick Rose has <laughs> leads their team in points. Yo, 50 points? Oh my god. Alright. They, they got outscored by 30 and a quarter. Alright, sorry. I, I got distracted. That's, that's, that's wild. Jesus, man. Alright. And we thought we, we thought we were the shit when we, uh, outscored Washington, like, 44 to 29. God. There's levels to this shit. Anyway. Harsh. Yeah, man. Keep the faith. We're gonna do it. Six and seven. Look, the Raptor way is the ugly way, okay? Like, just like Jennifer Anderson. Jennifer Anderson usually finds somebody, alright? We're gonna get Ross at the end of all this. We're gonna get Ross. <laughs> Ross Geller. Fucking mopey ass Ross Geller. Over tanned ass. Ricky Rubio looking head ass. Alright. Alright, man. Take it easy. Alright, peace, Arch. Cloud Demon. Cloud Demon. Forever, bro. Forever. For now. No, no, forever, man. This is the start of it, alright? Yeah. The cloud's only gonna go up. That's true, cause, yeah, that's how Twitter works. Yeah. Alright, peace. Peace. 